Hello, welcome to the second episode of From the Inbox, the podcast. I'm your host, Kane, the guy behind Dusty Organ. And on From the Inbox, the podcast, I'm here to explore some of my favorite tracks of the week from the original From the Inbox post and share a bit of insight in this radio show style podcast. As some of you may know, From the Inbox is a weekly segment I do on Dusty Organ, uh, where I curate a playlist from songs that are submitted to my inbox throughout the week. From indie labels to major labels to artists, you know, doing their own PR, nobody's left out. If you head over to dustyorgan.com, you'll find the new post for this week, November 16th, which includes a whopping 30 tracks, some of which have wonderful music videos that are totally worth your while. Uh, For instance, the cartoon music video for Dune Rats, the wonderful Aussie rock trio, uh, their new single Too Tough Terry. It was actually animated by a university student. Very impressive stuff. Or uh, Candle Osborne, who has made her own James Bond-themed opening credits music video. I was blown away. It's incredible. You can find it at the very end. It's a little secret hidden one. And, uh, you know, if you're wondering why would you want to spend the next hour or so with me if these songs are already on the website and or the Spotify playlist that's easily accessible, well, the answer is because you love me. Or if you aren't directly related to me and need another option, it's because From the Inbox, the podcast takes a closer look at some of my favorites of the favorites, and I get a chance to play them for you. It's kind of like those old school mixtapes where someone would intro, you know, each song, you know, for their high school sweetheart, being like, oh, this song reminds me of you, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Except this is probably going to be a lot less uh, sappy. Or is it? Anyways, enough about me. This is all about the music. And if you're a fan of the music, don't forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast and leave a nice review. Maybe give it a five stars. I don't know how it really works. But another way to support Dusty Organ and all of my little projects is through my Patreon page. Um, Or if you don't want to pay and support me with monetary value, Simple thing like subscribing to my monthly newsletter is all I need. Uh, It's all about the little things, guys. Come on. Especially nowadays. I'm going to leave some links below in the description. Or uh, if you go to my Instagram bio, you can click on that and find a whole whack of stuff for you there. And speaking of the newsletter, this is quite exciting. If you sign up before November 25th, you will be automatically entered in a draw to win tickets for the Mono Wales live stream on either November 26th or 27th. You get to pick. Um, yeah, there's four tickets. So there's a pretty decent chance at winning, which is all I've got to say. So don't be shy. Plus, I, I don't, I'm not going to spam you. It's literally once a month. Just to be like, yo guys, check out all this stuff that was up on my website. Did you miss anything cool here? You can't miss it now. Boom. That's it. I'm not going to sell your information. Don't be scared. Don't be a chicken. Anyways, uh, enough about me. For real, this time. I promise. Let's get this show started. Welcome to From the Inbox, the podcast. I was watching Austin Powers the other night, and I just want to say, how important is it to have your own, like, level of mojo kicking around? You know? We all need a bit of mojo. Maybe not Austin Powers level of mojo, that might be a little too much, depending on who you ask, but everyone should have at least some, right? 
Telquist, the moniker of German indie artist Sebastian Egerbauer, hopefully I'm saying that well, all these foreign names on here, shared his new single, Mojo, which is why I'm talking about this, from his upcoming album that uh, was postponed due to, you know, COVID and all. But Mojo is finally being released, and it's all about facing, you know, self-doubt and trying to find your own version of cool again. Or as Austin would say, find your mojo, babe. That was terrible. Oh my God. <laughs> Whoops, sorry. It's a really great track. Fans of Milky Chance will definitely enjoy Edgar Bauer's laid-back delivery. He actually sounds like the lead singer of Milky Chance. And fans of Glass Animals will get a kick out of its electronic guitar hook on the chorus. It is simple, yet massively effective. That's all I gotta say. It's a great song. Find your mojo. Here is Mojo by Telquist. You, but I kind of like how you can hear his accent in the song. Yeah, it's kind of impressive. Who else wishes they could sing fluently in a different language, okay? It's pretty impressive. 
Now, I warned people in the first episode about my segue, uh, we'll say problem. But speaking of Europeans, this next artist hails from Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, The lovely Jana shared her new music video for her latest single, Green. The alt-R&B singer-songwriter wrote it a few years back and has finally brought it out to the world. It was written about jealousy in a relationship and actually, you know what? You know what? Let me let me just get Yana to tell you herself. Green to me is about jealousy, like within a relationship or just an overall feeling of jealousy. It's like me saying, why can't it just be good and chill and not be thinking about like complicated or like dark stuff? To me, it's a very straightforward song. So I started writing it two years ago. And then I decided I wanted to work on it some more and I needed like a new perspective. So me and the other person who wrote it, Isaac, we talked about like who would be the dream person to have on the song. And we talked about Van Jess. And I was like, yeah, let's try. So I, I wrote together like a DM and sent to them. And uh, I didn't expect them to reply at all, but they did like within a day or something. So. That was really cool. They laid their perspective and verse on it, and I think it turned out beautifully. So I hope you like it as much as we do. Thanks for playing it. Bye. I don't know about you, but it's kind of nice having another voice on the podcast here, especially a lovely Swedish one at that. Here is Green by Jana featuring the aforementioned Van Jess sisters. Yeah. 
All right, let's keep things in the world of R&B for a little bit longer, shall we? Math Time Joy is a Grammy-nominated producer based in the UK, and he's worked with the likes of Gallant, Mahalia, and has even done official remixes for Bon Iver and Ellie Goulding. Now he's aiming to build his own repertoire, and after I heard it, one of his first singles, Two Steps, a while back, I had a really good feeling about his newest track, Fallback. Featuring friend and longtime collaborator Matt Woods on vocal duty, Fallback is a stunningly haunting track that's got a bit of James Blake, you know, and Gallant to it, and certainly lives up to its expectations. About the song, Woods shares, Honestly, I'm grateful to be part of MTJ's journey as an artist. He makes the kind of music I want to escape to. I'm also grateful that this song is having a life. It was one of those songs I wrote alone for me. I never expected to finish it, to release it, until MTJ heard the demo and got excited. When he gets excited, I get excited. He has such a delicate touch as a producer, he gave the words meaning. And if they're excited, I'm excited, everybody's excited. So, let's calm down for a second, sit back, relax, and enjoy the soothing, soothing powers of Math Time Joy and Matt Woods on Fallback. Don't say me love now our affair It's not to say that this was right It's not to say that this was wrong A coastal love is a tidal wave My intention is the same It's not to say we're not connected It's not to say that I'm prepared Fall back home I will never just be that 
now that we're all chilled out, I want you to think about the day you got your driver's license. Assuming you have one. I suspect most of you do. You were officially done all those tests, and if you're from Ontario like me, then you probably got that little slip of paper saying your actual license will be mailed to you in the next four to six weeks. And, you know, being comfortably middle class, I was excited to have the freedom to take my mom's car whenever, you know, she wasn't using it, and if it wasn't too late, and uh, if it wasn't a school night, score. <laughs> uh, 16-year-old singer-songwriter Callie Flanagan, or Callie to her fans, has debuted her new single, Back to the Start. It's a lovely teenage story of heartbreak and romance, and the music video, which you can watch in the full From the Inbox post online, features Callie and her friends cruising around town. That's where I was going with this anecdote. Uh, the music video is very reminiscent of the days of getting your driver's license for the first time. The song Back to the Start has a perks of being a wallflower vibe to it. Uh, it's the song itself is actually kind of you know, very catchy, lo-fi, something perfect if the soundtrack of that movie was, you know, told in 2020. Well, actually, maybe not, maybe not 2020. We'll say 2019. This year doesn't really exist. Uh, but honestly, if I hadn't read the press release, judging from the sound of her voice, I probably would not have guessed that Callie was only 16. Uh, her sound is well beyond her years, and it's got that maturity of somebody, you know, that's not in their second year of high school. I don't know. That's just crazy to me. She reminds me a lot of Claro, uh, with this nice bedroom Pablo lo-fi soundscape, but like a bit more indie rock, and there's a nice punch on the chorus that I really, really enjoy. It makes me really wish that my band, when I was in, when I was 16, kind of took off, because that'd be freaking awesome to be a professional musician at that age. Here it is, the perfect driving song, Back to the Start, from Rising Star, Cali. Excited to talk to that person, especially now. I think I finally felt that. that, that.
I'm sure we all know that love can be a, a pretty crazy thing, good and bad. You know, it has a lot of power over us as humans. Fortunately, a lot of amazing music has come from relationships, love, lust, and everything in between. Sure, a lot of it is from the negative stuff, heartbreak, cheating, lies, toxicity, uh, a lot of inspiration for songs, but at the same time, a lot of great art comes from pain and suffering. You can't deny it. I'm sorry. Not saying it's a good thing. It's just a thing. But hey, uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger sometimes, and you can learn a lot about yourself from something like that. Toronto-based singer-songwriter Lauren Taggart went through a challenging experience with love after moving across an entire ocean to be with somebody who turned out to be someone very different. Her new song, The River, is all about that situation. It's a lovely, lovely song, but unfortunately the story behind it is not as great. She shares, I had gotten out of a pretty toxic relationship, one that I had to move overseas for, and I was expected to be a housewife and lost a lot of self-identity in that relationship. I was controlled and bullied to being someone I wasn't, and a lot of the lyrics in the song represent what I went through. I had a friend stay with me a year ago, and as host, I thought I'd try and cook him a nice meal. I burnt it to an absolute crisp, and I just laughed about how I'd never make a good wife. And he really gave me a wake-up call, saying that my value was greater than that. I had the ability to write a song for someone. I didn't need to cook to be accepted. I realized then how that past relationship messed with me. And Lauren has come out of that relationship a lot stronger and with a wonderful song to boot. And while the river may not have the best origin story, she still found one true fan from it all. Listen to this. Grab some tissues if you might need to. I performed a live stream concert in July this year and closed the song with the river. My parents watched the whole live stream, and my dad texted me after the show and said the river was his favorite. I was scheduled to go into the studio to start working on the song the following weekend. The day before my first day of recording, my father died unexpectedly. I remember the phone call from my mom so vividly. I was and am devastated. So I called my producer and I asked if I could move the recording, but he had no further space. So I decided to continue the record. We recorded the vocals for the song the day after he passed. Recording the song helped me grieve and heal because all I did for two months was work on music and just sing his favorite song. 
even before I heard Lauren's story, you can hear her emotion and passion in the song as she sings. It's, it's very, very obvious. And she has a wonderfully strong resemblance to Ingrid Michaelson. There's a certain rawness and delicateness to her quality of singing, and it's just absolutely captivating. And especially now after hearing that, you can certainly feel the heart and spirit in her song, everything that went into the recording process itself. Here is The River by Lauren Taggart. I'm not really like those
It's been over a year since Toronto hip-hop artist Havaya Mighty won the 2019 Polaris Music Prize for her phenomenal debut album, 13th Floor. But she's been spending the year busy promoting singles and working on new music, including her latest track, Atlantic, which just came out this past week on November 13th. How fitting. She has never been one to shy away from tough topics. Her entire album, 13th Floor, was front to back on themes about social justice and racial divide. And with a powerful voice comes great responsibility, and she has continued to live up to it with Atlantic. Once again, Havaya tackles the issues of social imbalance, this time diving into wealth and greed. She talks about the hopelessness of her ancestors, who were forced to travel the Atlantic Ocean at the benefit of American slave owners. Havaya shared a statement on the track, and about its theme of hopelessness, and I don't want to ruin her words, I'm going to read a bit of it for you now. I went into the songwriting process channeling these sensations and resonating with the hopelessness my ancestors must have felt, and how that hopelessness hasn't disappeared. What ties this hopelessness together, past to present, is the concept of money. After all, money is an idea, a perceived identifier of value that was once rooted in the actual value of commodity, gold. The Atlantic slave trade involving the transportation by slave traders of enslaved Africans, mostly to the Americas, existed because of the idea of money. The process of producing and laboring goods for little or no compensation is the basis of large corporations and conglomerates prospering and why some of these corporations are so successful to this day. In present day, we still collectively revolve around these concepts of value. The importance of it is instrumental to our livelihood, And with the media, misinformation, and confusion of history, we labor and produce resources for big companies and spend our little profits on the same resources our ancestors labored, gold, diamonds, etc. Even a lot of our food is still produced at the expense of marginalized groups of people. This concept that we can't escape is so disgusting, and the reason they say money is the root of all evil. Now with that in mind, it's certainly a heavy track. And not just the production. Take it all in. Here is Atlantic by the 2019 Polaris Music Prize winner, Havaya Mighty. This shit mighty prison, boy. Money costs more than most things. Ain't too far from rope strings. Explosive gold rings, dope fiends. Can't keep checking my proceeds. Money's no more than commas. Keeping us all on collars. Why some white turn robbers? Probably why man's want problems. Money costs more than most things. Yeah. Ain't too far from rope strings. Hey. Explosive gold rings, no fiends. Can't keep track of my proceeds. Money's no more than dollars. No black lovable scholars. All of our girls need mamas. All of our boys need fathers. I'm feeling like a private iron shit. Trying to find a better diet, rich and all that iron, vitamins and finer things. I've been blind, but nigga, I'm assigned to where the driver sits. Just on me way before the crisis hits. How I'm gonna make my own survival kit. Don't wanna think about what lies in me. Cause they got trouble making rent. They gon' struggle with they tenant. And they gon' 
run to take and best they lost, and they be better off just sailing west. Nah, I put the soil stain flaming red. And grass cover it, buildings cover it. Got these mansions out in US cities, probably man's under it, niggas under it. Feel me, fuck it, this a war zone. Coated with law and order, silence and wars, it's all in order. Traveled the path with a water border. Know that the bath in the water courses. Trained from the past, we was not important. And we ain't need average, we gravel porridge. Now we know that that cash is chaotic orbit. And we never seen Atlanta, but we traveled the Atlantic. All my ancestors vanished all aboard this hit Titanic. I just hope they didn't panic. Where did I come from? I just know they didn't panic. Where did we come from? I just know they didn't. Money costs more than most things. Ain't too far from rope strings. Explosive gold rings, dope fiends. Can't keep track of my proceeds. Money's no more than commas. Keeping us all on collars. Why some white turn robbers? That's probably why man's want problems. Money costs more than most things. Ain't too far from rope strings. Explosive gold rings, dope fiends. Can't keep track of my proceeds. Money's no more than dollars. No black lovable scholars. All of our girls need mamas. All of our girls Never need seen it, But we traveled the Atlantic on my ancestors. All aboard Titanic. I just hope they didn't. Where did I come from? I just know they didn't, baby. Where do we come from? I just hope they didn't. Dear God is 20-year-old Brampton native Robert Ortiz. With just five tracks under his belt, he's already building up a storm of buzz with his infectious experimental hip-hop sound. Uh, The best way I can describe it is if New Metal and the Beastie Boys had an illegitimate child and then let it grow up in the suburbs. His debut EP, 1844-4-Dear-God, is coming out on December 4th, and he shared his new single and video for the new track, New Kid on the Block. For him, it's a song about letting people know what he's about and who he is. A necessary introduction if you've never heard of him. Ortiz shares, I feel like a lot of people don't understand what I'm trying to do with my music. I'm trying to be as genuine as possible. I try to make this song stupid and simplistic so that it's easy to understand. This one's for the uptight hipsters that make boring music and hate on others. I've got my people that I respect in my corner and it's all I could ever ask for. Well said. Now who's in my corner? Give me a hey yeah! From the Nirvana-esque opening riff to the MGK pop-punk verse in the middle, plus the Rage Against the Machine crushing chorus, New Kid on the Block is one hell of a ride. And to quote myself, it f***ing rips. Check it out. Here's New Kid on the Block by Dear God. Everybody's 
So I hope you guys have been enjoying this episode so far. Lots of different sounds and styles out there, I know, but I hope you're enjoying all of it. That's part of the fun of From the Inbox. Don't forget, you can hear all of the songs from this week's post on the From the Inbox Spotify playlist. Like I said before, there's 30 tracks to get through, and it gets updated every Monday. So don't forget to like your favorite songs, because they will vanish next week. Speaking of playlists, there I go again with my segues, you can enjoy genre-specific playlists thanks to Dusty Organ. Find me on Spotify, uh, where you can browse through the newest releases in hip-hop, R&B, pop, electronic, and even punk and metal with their own handy-dandy playlists. Most importantly, though, I think it would be a great idea if all of you went to follow my starting lineup playlist on Spotify. It's kind of like my top 20 charts. It's a highly prestigious honor, too, to be placed on there. You're welcome, all of those bands. Um, So go cop a follow right now, man. Is that the right phrase? I don't think that's the right phrase. So we're getting to the end of the show. I've actually got two more tracks for you. Next up is The Future of French House. Matt Veille is a Paris-based producer. I'm hoping I said that properly. It's got the two dots on the I at the end. And he's probably one of my favorite artists this year. Naturally, he's been signed to one of my favorite labels as well, Kitsune Music in Paris, and his ability to capture the sounds of the world into his bass-heavy production style helps bring out the cool parts of dancehall, reggaeton, and even mumaton. And uh, if you don't know what that is, look it up. It's such a fun genre. And it, it's just he's a young guy. He's like in his 20s. I think he's like 19 or 20 years old. And he's already one of the leading tastemakers of the genre. I first fell in love with his single Rio from his 2020 summer collection, um, and now he's dropped his new fall double-side release called Fall. The quote-unquote B-side is the track I'm going to show you. It's called Roomba, and it is a Latin-flavored track that is exploding with texture and rhythm. There's actually almost too much of it. (laughs) Just kidding. There's no such thing. It's flowing with salsa dance moves and club-shaking bass, bringing out the best of both worlds. So get your headphones on for this one if they are not already kids, because it's going to be a great time. I cannot wait. Honestly, I was just thinking about this. I cannot wait for the chance to dance to this song on a real dance floor with people watching and lights going crazy. It's a it's a banger, guys. Somebody get me a shot of tequila. I need to, I need to drink something for this track. Who cares if it's a Tuesday? Here is Roomba from Matt Vey. <laughs>
So we are down to the last song of the show, and I just wanted to say thank you for so much for my listening. The tequila's kicking in. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying this, please don't forget to rate and leave a review, only if it's positive or constructive. I do actually want some input if anyone has any suggestions or what they'd like to hear on the show. But for the meantime, if you'd like to follow Dusty Organ online, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Patreon. Uh-huh. Hint, hint. Open your wallets. Some exciting things are coming for Dusty Organ, so don't forget to follow something on there to see what's on the way. Hint, hint. It's going to look great. All right, enough self-promoting. I wanted to end this week's show with something that's really heavy-hitting. You know, something that's going to keep ringing in your ears and leave you thinking, damn, that's awesome. That track is Crash Land. It's from a Belgian alternative rock group called Teen Creeps, and... As a closing track for the show, it's very fitting because it will also be the closing track on their upcoming album, Forever, which comes out January 22nd of next year. And the song's closing guitar solo is so good. Sure, it's not Hendrix, it's nothing like that, but it is just one of the band's more emotional and sincere tracks, and you can really feel the crescendo of everything coming through at the end. It's got elements of emo rock and like 90s lo-fi rock grunge. Uh, and it just really helps to bring out the honesty and like masculine emotion of, of the lyrics. You know, there's a bits of Dinosaur Jr., Granddaddy, and even bits of uh, Jimmy World in there too for you nostalgia heads. Now, I know I'm still young, okay? But every so often, I'm reminded that as a 90s kid, my 30s are coming really quick. So... The meaning behind Crash Land may not apply to me just yet, but it still makes me somewhat reflective and very self-aware of aging, even in your 20s, because that's still a thing, you know? It really is. Frontman Bert Vliegen explains, I'm so sorry if I butchered that name, Crash Land is about being at a crossroads in your life. You're getting older and slowly settling down, but you also want to stay young and free. At the same time, there's a big feeling of nostalgia for the years when you were still pretty much careless. And as we all sit here quietly at home waiting for the pandemic to tap out so we can live our lives again, nostalgia is a pretty regular visitor in these times. Carelessness is definitely something we can almost long for at the moment. Imagine not needing a mask to leave your house if you forget it. Or stumbling across a crowded bar to talk to someone way out of your league. It's the little things. Now, I admit... At six minutes, Crash Land is a bit of a slow burner, but I promise the payoff is well worth it. Let yourself sink into the guitar riff and the melancholic 
vocals as the band gradually build into a bright light social hour level guitar solo. I'm telling you, when it hits, it hits. Here is Crash Land by Team Creeps.
What did I say? I told you, when it hits, it hits. Thank you guys so much for listening to From the Inbox, the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I certainly enjoyed sharing music with you. And if you'd like to stay up to date on new music releases, might I suggest subscribing to my monthly newsletter. If you leave me your mailing address, I'll even send you a little thank you gift as a token of my gratitude. Plus, if you sign up for my newsletter, you'll have a chance to win tickets for the Mono Whales live stream on November 26th or 27th. Your choice for the date. Just make sure you do it before November 25th. You're welcome. If you've already signed up, don't worry. Don't worry, you're automatically entered. That's another great perk for subscribers. Any future contests I have, you will be automatically entered. And I'm going to send you a thank you. And I'm not going to spam you. What is stopping you? Go sign up right now, okay? As some of you already know, I'm not great with goodbyes. So, thanks for listening. Goodbye. From the Inbox the Podcast is a Dusty Organ production. All the songs were used with the proper permissions. From the Inbox the Podcast was written, recorded, and produced by Kane Wilkinson, edited by the cast of Shift Creek. It was recorded in front of an empty mug. How many times are you going to say that, Kane? How many times will it take before the world is ruined?